What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep, with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. We got some news. Boeing 737 MAX is finally declared safe by European regulators. So we'll talk about the implications of that this morning. A couple of uh, COVID headlines. Drug makers going in opposite directions. Good Good news for Pfizer. Bad news for Gilead. Talk about that as well. HPE came out with some guidance yesterday. We have some earnings as well. JP Hunt, VF Corp, Slumberger. Our guest is Jason Rasnick. He will join us at 8.45. A lot to get to. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Joel, what's going on here in the overnight trading session? Good morning, traders. And Spencer, Dennis here. Welcome to the Friday show. It's kind of, we're going we're gonna to need some help from the chat today, folks, because <laughs> we only got a 20-point range. Not too bad. I know Triple D's out there uh, slinging some shares. But uh, we had a little dip overnight. Uh, not low enough to get me law in the market. 70 and a quarter is your pre-market low. Went up to 91 and a quarter. Uh, just a couple lows there from earlier in the week. Not a not a great number to lean on. And now we're just kind of hanging out just above mid-range. So going to need a catalyst today. Maybe uh, maybe that 10 o'clock Michigan Consumer Sentiment number will get us going. Uh, but we will see. Uh, crude just hanging out. Now over $40. Trading down 15 cents at forty eighty one. dollars uh, Gold in the green by six twenty dollars at uh, $19.15.10. Silver in the green as well by 33 cents at 24.555. And Bitcoin, it's down $200 at $11,395. Triple D, kind of quiet out there. And I don't know, indecision here? Is the market going to finally just calm down and just get ready for the election? Or are we going to have some fireworks today? Uh, I think you saw the fireworks yesterday. Had the big dip in the morning, and they bought the dip once again, and they come back. And so the buy the dip wins, and now you just have like the day after the big buy the dip uh, winning, and uh, they're trying to figure out if they want to continue the party here or if they want to pause for a second. But again, we've been talking about buy the dip, sell the rip. That's going to be the trade all the way going into the election. What are we, four weeks out here now? What are we? Are we four weeks out? Three weeks. October 16, three and a half weeks out. Somewhere in there. So you got to buy the dip and sell the rip still. So I think you're fading. I think if you're chasing stuff, you're on the wrong side of the trade. I think if you're fading stuff, you're on the right side of the trade. So I'm going to keep fading. If you ain't fading, you ain't trading. Remember yeah, what they say? Is that the old saying? Yeah, that's what uh, we've heard that a few times before. I, I just noticed, uh, and I looked at this, I'm like, hey, you know, I remember where are we at from last week? And uh, last Friday's close, we're right in that area. Last Friday's close uh, was, I believe, 70, right in here, 73 and a quarter here. We're at 81.50. So really, uh, it is an indecisive week for the market. We'll see if we could get back over 3,400 or just have a nice quiet range here on this Friday. Uh, we started out with some earnings earlier in the week. Uh, we have a few today. Want to get those out of the way? Uh, well. no. Let's start with Boeing. Oh. Here. Oh, okay. no? It's a good call. Boeing. Let's just start with Boeing. That's the story uh, of the day. Yeah, so the Europe's top reg- aviation regulator says the Boeing 737 MAX is safe to fly again. Uh, the question is, uh, does the U.S. agree? And also, even if they do, how many planes do they actually sell and deliver? Just saw a headline coming through the wire that Boeing is reportedly considering selling their, their Seattle headquarters. To give you an idea of uh, you know, the cash situation there or a cost-cutting situation there. But uh, Boeing gets the catalyst, but this is it's not out of the woods yet. 
I was long and overnight, so gift for me. I sold it as soon as I woke up at 7 o'clock, right around 170, because it was like quick six points. I'll take it. And obviously, fade trade. Fading uh, is what I've been talking about. I, so it gives you the opinion of what I think. I think I take the money and run. Um, who's buying the plane? So the plane's safe to fly, but we still have a demand problem. So maybe the supply is going to be there because now they can actually sell the planes. But I want to know who's buying the plane because all of their customers are having problems. And that's obviously all the airlines. So I just can't get that excited just because you can sell the plane doesn't mean anybody's going to buy it. Hmm. So I'm a uh, fader. It did, get, it did get down. Uh, I think I met, we talked about this earlier in the week too. You had pretty good support at 160, right? And uh, that was the bottom of the range. The gap from 155 to 160 did not get filled. So kind of near uh, the bottom of the trading range. And now right up near the top of the trading range. Uh, let's see if we can hold 170. We'll hold 170. It'll be an interesting area because you came off hard off that 175.56 high. So good for now, staying above 170. I wouldn't want to see it slip under 170 because just based on the dailies, not much support between 165 and 170, but just kind of Range trading, just happened to do it all today. Did you just do it just like for a hedge against something else? Or did you look at the technicals? Or why did you pick that up last night? No, that's just index. That was index, ET, that was okay. index I, herb. So okay. IWM, and I just get I lucky. News, news moves in my favor. So just get lucky. Looked at, didn't even look at the chart. Had no idea what it looked like. Okay, that's so, what I thought. And picked up six points. Shows you don't need to know technical analysis to make money. Sorry, right. <laughs> not poo-pooing technical analysis. We still like charts, but you don't have to just rely on charts to make money. Um, okay, so Boeing, I don't know. Like we, we said with the earnings, the only one that's really getting whacked hard here this morning, if you want to go to an earnings disaster, it's JB Hunt. And JBHT is down eight bucks here. What, no trucking? I thought everybody was buying everything. I thought we were in a full-on expansion here. Why is the trucking company not doing well? Spencer, what happened? Sure, I, I would have thought it would have done well as well. Yeah, um, every market thought so too. They were ripping it higher on that before this. Again, buy before the event worked very well with JBHT. But what were the earnings? Yeah, uh, $1.18 per share. The estimate was all the way up at $1.27. So they missed. They, they missed that number. Sales beat, but an earnings miss in this environment, not what you want to see. Well, it's you know a little bit of a joke with the environment because we know there's a lot of you know businesses that aren't firing on all cylinders. No, I know but we've but, seen but, FedEx and UPS, but, every, but everybody expects it to be the, to be a beat. So yeah, well, I mean when you miss, you miss, and they usually knock you down, and that's what you're seeing here this morning. JBHT, it's a pretty big hit here. I, I think you know this. Well, fine. I don't think this is one that's going to roll over and die. I would imagine you're going to find some by the dippers emerging, maybe even at did. 130. Oh, they already did. Yeah. At yeah. 130? 128. You oh, see that one that. little pesky low there at yeah. 128 where the whole rigmarole started? Yeah. Uh, that low was 127.87. I think people stepped out a little bit ahead of that at 128. Let me see the exact low. Yeah, 128 even. You're up five and a half points from there. So. I think you're going to have to pick a different level. Actually, someone did listen to Triple D. They stepped it up in the last three brackets and seemed to have a bidder at 130. So you had to bid out on the way down. You got smashed, and now you might have to lift some offers. Long ways to go to get to the top of yesterday, or bottom of yesterday's range. I don't think we'll see that. But feeling kind of good that the lows in here in JBHT. Let's move away from earnings because they're all boring. Let's go to Hertz. Everybody wants to talk about this one. Um, Hertz. It's, uh, it's the big mover of the day. It's up 56%. Give us the details here, Mr. Israel. All right. They secured uh, commitments for $1.65 billion of debtor in possession financing. Let's get out your bankruptcy lawyer ads. Yeah, we need to have a bankruptcy lawyer to interpret this. I would just say with my limited bankruptcy legal background, I see debtor in possession. Sounds to me like debt holders going to take over the company that's usually what happens in a chapter 11 what does that usually mean for shareholders it usually means zero this market though is stupid and it doesn't care it just sees oh they got financing oh i got a chance so you're telling me there's a chance and so they're buying the hell out of it squeeze the shorts a little bit more 
am I the person that's going to come in and fight the tape here at a dollar sixty-six and short a stock that's a dollar sixty-six now? No. But am I coming in here and buying it and putting all my money in Hertz because there's a chance there might be something left for the equity holders? No. I think I see debtor in possession. That sounds to me like equity holders are going to be left holding the bag. But apparently this market doesn't care about that. They just care that they're getting some financing and they're ripping it higher. So I, I think my basic understanding of this is this is good news for the creditors, but if you own equity, you're SOL regardless. So I would think so. But it doesn't appear to be the case, obviously, this morning with you know the stock trading up sixty one percent. And this market is obviously just this market just doesn't understand anything. It's a market that just trades on headlines. Algos trade on headlines. They see financing, they buy it higher. I think when you dig down into this, there's not going to be much left for the debt holders. If I was in Hertz, I would sell, 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 sell. If I was in it long, I think it's a gift. I think the equity holders aren't going to have much when this is over. But we saw PCG, you know, and it's still got value. Still kicking around. So, you know, to say it's going to go to zero, bankrupt companies, even years later, sometimes bankrupt companies aren't at zero. So bankruptcy doesn't necessarily mean zero, but I don't like investing in bankrupt companies. That's just me. All right. Here is the most vague trading advice I'll ever give on this. If you are trading this and you're long, sell it on the way up. That's all I have to say. And we don't give advice. So we'll take <laughs> we that word advice. and strike that from the record. So I said, obviously we aren't licensed investment advisors, so we never give advice, but we give opinions. Opinion. My opinion is if you're buying it, buying it, it's going to go and it's going to go. But when it turns, it's going to turn. So have an out. If you're buying it here at 170, have an out. I'm, the way this thing trades, who knows, 190, 210, 230, 250. But eventually someone's going to come in with the hammer. Right. And depending on what the news is. So that's all I can give you. If you want to get technical on it, uh, on the daily charts, I mean, what are you going to want to, uh, one, just over 180, you're coming up at a high. If you want to trade technically, uh, 189 potential target, and then another target at 193. So there you go. Next. Yeah, I thought we were done with Hertz for a while, but it won't. Yeah, no, I'm no, so I sick of talking about it. I wish it would delist, so I just don't have to talk about it anymore. You know what, though? While we're at it, uh, I don't know if it's still the case, but a couple weeks ago, the chat was asking us about luck and coffee because I don't know if you had seen it. <laughs> but now that it's delisted, it, 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 it had this ridiculous rally a couple – I'm trying to pull it up right now a couple weeks ago. I, I don't see. know how you see it because it's delisted. So I bring up LK and I see nothing. No, yeah. but, no but, but, uh, but if you, if you pull up – Did they add like a bunch of letters to it? Yeah, you know they did. <laughs> what are they? What are all L- these letters? L K N C Y. L K N C Y. Oh, there it is. Five dollars. Yeah. Wow. Where did it get down to? Like two. Oh, so it's went up a bit. Two something. Again, the hope trade. You know. Uh, no, no. Back. It was under a dollar at one point. Yeah. It was yeah, under... he's right. Went to ninety-five cents in June. <laughs> <laughs> and now it got to five dollars. Moral of the story, don't short stocks under a buck. There's a reason, and actually Rob Friesen, we had our, our Bright Trading annual conference, and Rob Friesen's, the person, Rob Friesen's the person who runs Bright Trading, and he said specifically on it, he's like, we don't usually trade stocks under a buck, and we don't usually short stocks under a buck because what's your reward? It's down to zero. But in this case, with like something like Hertz or Luck and Coffee, you get caught, you know, and even though you know, maybe it's eventually going to go to zero, maybe it's going to go lower, there can be some vicious squeezes. I typically, as a good rule of thumb, I don't short stocks typically under a buck either because limited, I know penny stock traders would say, what are you talking about? But I'm not a penny stock trader. I trade companies that aren't on the verge of or in bankruptcy. So I think just good rule of thumb. I'm going to write that on page 12 of my book whenever I write it or somebody else writes it for me. Don't short stocks under a buck. Uh, Quick tangent here. You guys are going to kill me. Uh, Robin, I see Robin Steckle in the house. Right. And she hey, Robin. Was, yeah. And uh, there was some dude in the chat complaining about my shirt yesterday. I don't really know if he has anything. What better shirt than... did you have on? I had on uh, my triple crown shirt, my American Pharaoh shirt. Oh. I guess he didn't like it. So, Robin, are you around? Fan. Because I wanted to wear this shirt today. And Lisa said no, <laughs> that I couldn't wear this on the show. It's my Wisconsin shirt. Robin's there. Okay. So I got this when I went out to Wisconsin. You're going to love this. Okay. 
Let's see if we can hold it up. I brought it down for you. You see what it says? It says hanging on. No, hanging out with Bucky, with, Bucky and Madtown. Yeah. 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 You see it? Oh, Bucky's got a showing a moon there. Yeah. And then oh, this is Mad this Town, Madison. Got it. Yeah. Madtown is. And then, then this is the bad, the bad, the best part of the shirt. Okay. And, and when you wear it like this. Let me do this. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. That looks like me when I'm fixing and when I'm fixing anything, <laughs> bending over. <laughs> All right, Robin. That's a picture of my bum. Did Robin send you that? No, no, no. I oh, got it. I've been funny. out to. I'm all two in Madison. I took the uh, Lisa and I went out once. Did I ever tell you that story? When uh, Lisa and I went out '94, um, we were at Madison. It was Halloween, and Michigan lost, and the students rushed the field, and the the barrier gave way, and thousands of students went piling onto the field no oh, one wow. died or anything but there was a couple broken legs and uh so Were that you happened. participating in that no i was a little worried because i wasn't sitting with lisa i was sitting with my buddy mark and we were a different section and i'm like oh my gosh i well i didn't think lisa would be in the student section but that was that was 94 and then we went out there again and we uh we lost to we lost again i can't remember what year that was but i did have an entire section in Madison, Wisconsin, like ready to kill me. Michigan jumped, <laughs> Michigan jumped out to a seven nothing lead. And I was like, Woo-hoo, hooting and hollering and everything. And He's but, a loud fan. Yeah. Oh, on the road. And then, and then yeah. a quarterback got hurt. Joel's the loudest fan that I know. Yeah. Thank you. I resemble that <laughs> remark. I hope I get to do it again soon. I resemble. I resemble. All right, moving back to the stocks here. Some drug headlines. Sorry, folks, for that tangent. No, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, some, some drug news, uh, good and bad this morning. Pfizer's news is good. Gilead's news is not so much. So uh, I'll, I'll read you the Gilead news first since it came out more recently. Uh, that was – it was a study – from the WHO that I, th- I guess the, the FT got their hands on the Financial Times. And the WHO said that remdesivir, uh, there, there's essentially no significant effect from remdesivir uh, on, uh, uh, on patients and with regards to pre- preventing death. So that was the news from Gilead. So let's start with Gilead then. Yeah. So what is that famous Who song? What do you got there? Uh, t- teenage, teenage Wasteland? But it's actually called Bob O'Reilly's the official name of it. So the Who is saying that Gilead is pharmaceutical wasteland. Yes. I think that's what they're saying. To an extent. Pharmaceutical wasteland. They're not a fan. The Who is not a fan of Gilead. I don't know. But Joel, this stock, man, this is like... Oh, it's so hated. You think about how good for some of the pharmaceuticals, how good the performance has been in a lot of pharmaceutical companies. And this Gilead stock, I know it had a nice run back when we thought remdesivir was going to save us all from the COVID back in you know the March. But that was such a selling opportunity. And now you've been sitting down here at this 60 support, 61, 62 for too long. Event, if it takes out 60, if it goes through the 60, Katie, bar the door, it's going to get ugly. It's almost been down. It's support, support until it's broken. So if you're buying it, I'm not going to argue with you, but have your stop below 60. If this thing goes through 60, I'm shorting it. So I'm watching this now as a potential short through 60. The stock is just absolutely hated. I'm not going to strike until it actually takes out 60. But if it goes through yeah, 60, I'm shorting this. This is a value trap of all value traps. They've been trying to buy growth. They had, you know, Remdesivir. Now the who says Remdesivir sucks. Man, Gilead just can, cannot Look catch a break. That. They can't Ooh. catch a break. Look at this, though, man. 60 bucks. I mean, going all the way back to, well, you did dip uh, under 60. Oh, I mean, going back to... June, this is, uh, what do I got up here? Monthly, June and July, 2013, 2000, yeah, 2013. Wow, what an area. I I mean, I feel bad because uh, they asked me to do this as like the stock of the day and I write it up and I feel like I'm always saying the same thing about it. You know, it doesn't uh, go anywhere. Yeah, it has a rallies. Maybe we should bet, should we ban it from the show? Yeah, maybe. Well, we're going to bring it back on when it goes through 60 because I'm going to make money short in this thing okay. if it takes out Yeah, but you know what? Then there's going to be fifty nine ninety for 10000 and then fifty nine eighty five. The value investors are in this one. This has been a value trap forever. 
I don't know what turns Gilead around. I said I've wanted to buy Gilead at this level because it's been huge support for so long. And I kind of still do, but I kind of would just rather short it through 60 if it takes out the 60. Maybe it's going to be one of those that goes like 59 and a half, undercut and rally, the old Jeremy Newsom. So you got to watch that too whenever you're shorting stocks through support. You don't want them coming back up through the support. You want them to like go down and keep going down. You want them to have like immediate gratification on a trade like that. But it's not there yet. But I just, you know, there's so many headlines. You think about this environment. They had the drug early where it was going to be remdesivir. And obviously Regeneron's come in. Everybody else has come in. And it doesn't seem like now the who says re- that remdesivir doesn't do anything. So Let's move on. I don't trouble. want to talk about it All right. So over to Pfizer then. Uh, okay. The, yeah, there we go. Because the Pfizer headline is, is at least a little better. Bump my volume up here a little bit. The, the Pfizer headlines are at least a little better. Uh, there is some commentary from uh, their CEO, and also there are some data that showed that their vaccine candidate uh, is effective uh, or was, uh, was effective uh, in, in, in uh, cases. Uh, let me read this headline better. Uh, data showing COVID-19 vaccine is effective. Uh, later in October, see safety data by the third week of November could apply for emergency use in late November. That's popping. We've seen again the story again and again and again and again Groundhog Day when these things pop up on the decent headlines from a COVID drug or COVID anti or whatever. It's usually a selling opportunity. I own five yep. in the long term portfolio. Um, I still think, you know, Pfizer is a good company. It's a nice 4% dividend, dividend safe. This is a solid company, but I'm not buying it up 2% on any type of headline because it just pays to sell those, not buy those. So, so here's the, yeah, here's the question. Is uh, the guy, gals, hedge funds, whoever, grandmothers, grandfathers, whoever was selling here just over 37, you had one, two, three, four highs in a row at 37, 20 30 area right 30 was the high on wednesday are they going to choose just to lift their offers and just slam this thing at like 35 50 35 you know 37 50 37 60 whatever that area is because you do have a triple top on the 15 minute at 37 65 that's 35 cents away Paper's probably loaded up at a half on this. Paper's so. loaded in the pre-market. 37.35. Somebody on Arca selling 74,000 shares right now. Active order. Like that's okay. in the pre-market. That's a big order. 74,000 shares. So somebody says, I'm, I'm stopping this. Somebody me. wants to come and get me. Maybe they just lift them. One big mighty blow, but. Oh, that's a hard order to get through you know it's like the goalie in hockey and you know you got the big patrick wall with the big pads right there Seventy-four thousand shares on the offer takes a big shot to get it through there takes some big money to don't get bring it through up there. patrick wall he's the one that started the big pads that's when goaltending was uh what about, before uh, that we always thought goaltending was finesse you had to be have smaller pads to be agile and patrick wall 1986 changed the whole game he's like i just put on bigger equipment i'll stop more pucks I was like, holy cow, this guy's good. That's how it started. Now everybody wears big equipment. The bigger the goalie, the better. They draft these six foot six guys that take up three quarters of the net and you're shooting, you know, when they're just positioning, you have nothing to shoot at. Did you ever play goalie? No, I I'm for just in, just for fun and pickup hockey, maybe. I'd be a terrible goalie. Wait, you, still, <laughs> you know I'm still playing that league, right? Because of COVID. I was playing Thursday night hockey, but yeah, oh, no, COVID, yeah. everything is uh, kind of on hold. Yeah. Do you remember who... Uh... I'll probably never go back again. That's why I'm really getting fat now. I don't do anything. <laughs> All I do is eat. <laughs> and trade. Remember when uh, Osgood and uh, Wobbin at it? Oh, and uh, do you ever see two goalies fight? Oh, yeah, it's fun. They, they come to center ice. It's yeah. the best part of the hockey. They, they want to take out fighting out of the hockey games. It's the best part. I love it when the goalies get out of it. They both skate to center ice. It's like, now is a throwdown here, and the goalies throw down. It's good. And then when uh, Darren McCarty, who did he beat the oh, Darren McCarty beat up everybody. He beat up Darren McCarty, Leamington boy. Go Leamington. That's where I was born. Oh, he beat up Claude Lemieux. Oh, yeah, Claude Lemieux. Oh, if you want to see a vicious hit, look at that. Claude Lemieux hit on Chris Draper. Oh, look at Darren McCarty's trying to take out the offer on Pfizer right now. He just threw a big hit on that 37-35 offer. They just took a... 11,000 of it might take it out. Uh, We've digressed really badly here now. Oh, it's gone. Boom. He shoots. He scores (laughs) 41,000 shares. Bang. Gone. 3735. Somebody just sold 75,000 shares there. Wow. The 
Big shot. Take them out. 40 prints. They're probably out there at a half. <laughs> now they're bidding 40. All the people who are leaning on that are like, ah, the offer's gone. Get me out. Get me out. <laughs> leaning, leaning. Okay. We're leaning on you, Spencer, for yeah, uh, the Spencer, next stock. You, you really got a tough job today. Come on. Bring yeah, us in. Cool ratings. Chew, here, I'll take it for you. Chewy. Let's right, go that's, Chewy. That's where I was going to go. There's only one, I think, worth discussing, and that is this Chewy rating. The rest of them aren't really moving. Uh, but Chewy's upgraded today at Jeffrey's to buy – and it has a one hundred dollar price target raised from fifty nine dollars. Wow. A hundred bucks. A hundred. That's a bullish call right there. Yep. Props to Charles. He shouted that out early last night on Benzinga Pro. Get that pro. Anyway, his stock was about sixty five and a half. Charles shouted out. Good job, Charles. Sixty eight seventy here this morning. Now sixty eight eighty. Obviously, everybody's waking up and reading this. Oh, somebody put a $100 price target on Chewy. Everybody likes these online pet food. Um, stock, obviously, still, you know, been trending up. Now it takes out the high of the move. Probably takes out 70 today. You got the big pesky high way up there at 74.84. I don't think it's going to get there today, but that's a big call. I would not be surprised if there's more gas in the tank here for Chewy. Uh, I'll, I mean, we're but right up against, what, 69 right here. What's this high that you had? The second highest high is uh, 69.53. Uh, may blow through that, may not, but I'd use that as another uh, potential target. And uh, the day that it, it hit 69.53, it did it early in the session, then it caught a cold and settled at 61.94 and then had another bad day. So see what happens on this one at 69.53. We have a upstairs that got delivered from Chewy yesterday and holy so moly it's you that you're, you're I the could person. barely get this thing in the door this thing was so heavy I'm is I'm, it a lot cheaper buying this pet food online Dennis who orders the stuff online in our family oh, yeah, Lisa so you don't no, know I have no idea Joel doesn't know at all I I, I just my, my new best friends are the the UPS driver and the FedEx driver. It's the only people I get to see every day in real life. <laughs> no, that's just, that's who we see. It's the Amazon. I wait. I wait for them. Like I wave and tell them great FedEx job. FedEx brings the Amazon packages. <laughs> they just show up at the door. I used to let them cook out there in the sun because of COVID, but now I'm not as scared, so I just open it right up. And it's all exciting, but. All right, uh, there are some other ratings. Uh, come I mean, on, Spence. The, the same analyst at Jeffries is also upgrading Costco to buy, giving it a $435 price target there. So I guess it's on that. Um, what do you then, think about that moving Costco? And finally, that's a big old moving Costco. Holy mackerel. It's Three. Costco. Oh. This stock is just a machine. It just slowly grinds its way higher forever. Go up the monthlies. Grant the monthlies. This stock just slowly, slowly continues to climb forever. Every time this dips a little bit, it's a buying right opportunity. Yep. Every single time. It's Costco. This store is firing all cylinders. They're lined up to get in there. I mean, you know, they can, I, I, they just do everything right. And the stock is loved too. So it has everything going. Yes, the multiple is way higher than it is for Target or Walmart, but it's Costco. It's the best of breed. Um, I I don't see why. What's the price target? Uh, she's raising it to. Let me find it. Four hundred and thirty-five. Sure, I think it gets there too. I agree. I concur. I'd be a buyer of pullbacks. I'm not buying up four bucks, but any pullback on Costco seems to always be a buying off. Funny, Lisa was putting an order in for Costco this morning too. That's funny. I wish they deliver for you. Yeah, they do. I mean, obviously, you don't want to get perishables, but uh, yeah, she she was yelling at me. What do we need? What do we need? And I'm like, I don't know. Go look and see what we what we don't need is rice, chewy bars, and gummy bears. Do you need underwear? Because Duluth Holding <laughs> that good one this morning. DLTH upgrade to outperform at Baird. Dennis, what do you think about this one? This is this could be Remember the I bought those underwear. We I did, saw the commercial did. all those years and my wife went out because I always talked with the commercial. I liked the commercial because I laughed and she actually bought me the underwear and then I tried them on and I actually didn't like the underwear. So all those years of watching those commercials and I finally got them for my birthday one year. Wife ordered the Duluth underwear and they actually weren't that comfortable. So a disappointed. Breakout. And now they sit in my drawer and I don't wear any of them because I don't like them. Uh, man, it's traded up uh, 74 cents on 6,000 shares. 
That's a big move for that stock, right? Boy, I don't know. I wouldn't chase it. Maybe come back down. To, if this came down to 1430, 1440 over the next couple of days, I'd be interested in it, but I, I don't know. I can't. You're seeing, seeing these short squeezes in all these retail Yeah, stocks. that's true. That's not the I, ones, not the like the physical store ones, but the people who are selling stuff online. I'm sure Duluth has a big online presence. It doesn't matter if you're selling pet food or underwear. They're buying those stocks right now. You got the word online. We're back to 1998. You got an online presence there. It's like... The internet is so cool. You just got to buy stuff on the internet. I mean, I can't believe we're 22 years later and that's what it's come down to. But if you're no, got something it's, online, it's more they're than buying that. you. It's a little more. You have to convince people that most of your sales actually come from online. Cause yeah, like, so close your physical stores, go full right. online, right. and they're going to give you this awesome multiple, like 10 yep. times sales will pay for you or 100 times earnings. That's We're getting a lot good. of a lot of brief commentary here from uh, different. Some people like it, some people don't. Some people like the Duluth underwear. Yeah. Oh, look, it was an upgrade. So, have you been out to that store by Twelve Oaks? I'm tempted to go by there. No, they I, got a huge. I'm not allowed store. to go in the states because of COVID. So you could fly here well, though, right? Oh yeah, you can fly. You can't drive across. You can fly. I have to say it's essential business. I mean, I could say, oh, Joel told me to go to the store over by Twelve Oaks, and it's essential business. I don't know if the guard will let me in for that, but. One day they'll let us back into the states. Well, maybe if you buy some shares of uh, CP Canadian Pacific, because they just uh, this morning announced they're taking full ownership of the Detroit River Rail Tunnel for three hundred million dollars. Really? So if you buy some CP, say you're a shareholder, maybe, maybe they'll let you through. Probably not, but it's worth these the rail companies. Look at the CP chart. Holy mackerel! I guess everybody's buying on something on stuff online. I guess they got to ship it by rail first, right? Oh, so is that the tunnel the underneath the tunnel? What they bought, or the actual tunnel? Oh, that's the actual tunnel. Huh. huh. Oh boy, that's mm, all-time high. I don't know what to tell you guys about CP no, there. We don't short stocks making new all-time highs. Nope, we don't. I don't. Okay, uh, from the chat here, uh, ISRG. They had earnings after the close yesterday. Intuitive Surgical the earnings were good compared to the estimates. They beat the EPS, beat the sales. Uh, they reported that they shipped 195 Da Vinci surgical systems in the third quarter. That was actually down 29% on a year-over-year basis, and their revenue decreased 4% on a year-over-year basis. Um, how is this? I haven't looked at the chart, though, so I don't know how it's doing. So it's down 26 bucks. This is a stock that just works on pullbacks, too. So if you're yeah, looking at the same thing you just did with Costco, this is a stock that just continues to go up, 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 up. And I think when you get a pullback, it's a buying opportunity. If this got back to 700 at 715 this morning, yep. it's probably another buying opportunity. I have a huge position in bots, BOT Zebra and ISRG is, I believe, their biggest holding. So I'm indirectly exposed to ISRG through my bots holding. Um, I just like the artificial intelligence. I liked, I looked at what they owned. I was like, ah, I'll buy some of that. So I've been in that for a while. I bought it back at 18. Um, it's 28. I'm like in the long-term investment portfolio on that one. So I don't know if I need to come into intuitive surgical because I do have that indirect position through bots, but I tell you pullbacks on bots have always been rewarded. If you, if you're patient enough. Yeah, there's a nice looking chart. I, uh, you know, I was thinking with this, I R I S R G with the, um, you know, with the slowdown in elective elective surgeries, you know, with COVID, doesn't seem to have hurt them though, right? They're still selling the equipment. Uh, trading down, I like that bunch of lows around 700 too. We'll see if we get there. I today. mean, it, it definitely hurt them. Like shipments fell year over year. Sales fell mm -hmm. year. Definitely hurt them. So. Okay, what's going on with Workhorse? Rose has asked about Workhorse and DPHC about 47 times. Is there any... <laughs> Yeah, there, there is we, a we persistence. The persistence wins. There, yeah, there, what's there going on? They closed two hundred million dollars in financing from institutional lenders. That was announced this morning. Yeah, wow. If you wow. want to strike on this deal, this is the time to do it, right? I mean, it's down. Got whacked over thirty. Man, this thing is volatile. Holy oh, yeah. Toledo! I don't know. I mean, if you want to strike, right? If you think you're getting the deal, strike. If you think if you think they're gonna win the deal, and obviously we're talking about the USPS deal, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a binary event. We've talked about this, but it's been chopping around. You know, rumors. Oh yeah, they're gonna get it. Oh, they're not gonna get it. Oh, it's gonna get announced. Oh, we don't know when it's gonna get announced. So there's been a lot of un there's a lot of unknowns here, but I'll say um, 
you know, it's better to be buying at 22 than 30 <laughs> if you think they're getting the deal. So you've got the pullback now. So if you think getting the deal now would be the time to strike. If they don't get that deal, the stock could be a $10 stock, though. So you just got to be aware of that, too. So give me give me that eight thirty number, Spencer. We're getting a little a little uh, retail sales is what we just got here. Let me get the number. Uh, retail sales month Oops. over month uh, for September one point nine percent versus a point seven percent estimate. Core retail sales was at nice. one point five percent. This is up one point five percent versus a point uh, five percent estimate. So the numbers were good compared to the estimates. The prior readings. For the uh, for retail sales last month was uh, 0.6%. So the retail sales were good in September. They're good. popping. Haven't taken out the pre-market high. Pre-market high, 91 and a quarter. What do you got here? The pair of old lows there. I mentioned that. That was an old double. It was an intraday uh-huh. low and then a daily low. So... Let's just have it as a two-star. Not much above that. Tuesday's close was uh, was 04.75. So that'd be your next target. But I really don't have any really good numbers. If you're looking for a three-star, you'd have to wait till 34.24.75. That was Tuesday's interday high and Wednesday's Globex high. All right, it's it building on yesterday's rally. You got yes, the shorts scrambling a little yeah. bit. Don't shorten the hole. I mean, that's another rule here, too. And you see it again and again and again. People get all excited and they're saying, okay, this is the turn. Let's get bearish here. And when the stocks are down, and when the stocks are down, it's just a buying opportunity. Just like now we've ripped higher. So if you're coming in here buying now on the Should've S&P, been buying yesterday. 343. I mean, you're up 50 handles from where you were this time yesterday. So uh, you're doing it backwards. So good. I'd say you're selling up at 350 and you're waiting for another pullback to buy. Keep playing the chop. The chop keeps working. Uh, good question here. A little off topic. Uh, I'd say Triple D would be the, the main one to answer this. Of all the analyst ratings, which one has the most impact on the stock to move higher or lower? That's easy. And he's throwing JP Morgan, Pfizer, RBC. Oh, a multiple Pfizer. choice question. I, love, I always go with C. Okay, what's C? It depends what stock, what sector. <laughs> Right? It does depend what stock and what sector. I mean, certain analysts, we've talked about this before, certain analysts have more influence on stocks. You know, if you hear Tusa on, J- on GE, it matters because they're widely followed on that stock. Um, but other things being equal, who are you going to say, Spencer? Goldman Sachs. Yeah, I think so too. I think other things being equal, I think Goldman, if you just say in stock for stock, I think Goldman, very influential. So I'd put them right near the top. But the big guns, like you get the cities and JP Morgan's, the, the first tier, you know, they're all very influential. Uh, but then you get a bold call, like Jeffrey's coming out today on Chewy. So it depends on the call, right? Like Chewy, they come out with $100 price targets. Everybody's like, whoa. It's going to 100 bucks. today. You've got to buy it today. 100 bucks. So, I mean, it depends how bold the call is, too. If they're kind of like, you know, eh, we kind of like this, you know, then it's not going to move as much. They come out there and they're like, yeah, buy it. It's going to 100 bucks. People are going to really move that. But they move too. Like they all move Stiefel, Jeffries. They all move DA Davidson will move stocks. And then you got like smaller little, you know, like Rosenblatt, which is more a little boutique, um, you know, obviously. Susquehanna. Yeah, yeah. You have some smaller companies there. You don't hear much from Susquehanna anymore. I think they got bought, didn't they? No, they're still around. Still around. Um, yeah, it depends on, on a, yeah, all things being equal, the big guns, Goldman, Morgan, uh, Stanley, JP Morgan. And then, uh, if an analyst makes a big call, like Laura Martin has been bullish pounding the table on Roku and she's at Needham, which is a smaller firm, but she's been bullish Roku for years. And so her commentary can move the stock and it, and it moved Roku last week or I don't, maybe that was this week. I don't remember anymore. What was the fuzzy panda stock? Did it remember? Uh, they had a yeah. shirt report. Poured on it. Yeah, remember? Was, uh, the new fuzzy panda. What was that? It was like last week. Who's the we, fuzzy we panda? We couldn't get to uh, the site. Yeah, that was workhorse. Oh, that, that was workhorse. Yeah. So Ooh. it hasn't come back yet. They were the ones that knocked that down. Fuzzy panda. Okay. Uh, All right. There's I, I, I have a, uh, a unfortunate update. I, I don't think Jason Rasnick will be able to join us today. He what? Has, he has to drop his daughter off at school, he said. That's a bad excuse. Let's That's call him. Said. That's what he said. Let's call him. No. Don't call yes. Him. Hand her the keys. She can drive herself today. She's like four years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, strike off the record. I thought she was five. 
I don't know how old she is. My, my oh, five-year-old oh, can man, drive a car. Point. It's a Tesla. It should be able to drive itself. I got the five-year-old yeah, out just... there. He's got his little, like, um, he's got those power wheels, and he goes nuts on that power wheels, and I let him drive all over the place up north. He's up on the trail, like on Great my point. property. But... Great point, Mitch. The Tesla should just be able to drive itself. Yeah, just yeah, put it in the car. Right. Mitch is the call. Yeah, take her to school. Yeah, yeah, fine. I can't talk in the car. Tell him to call. I don't want to stress him out too much. He's got his kids. Oh, he doesn't get. I I don't want to. Fall from uh, the car. He is the boss, so we have to be careful. You know. Yeah. No. So okay. Uh, If he's able to come to come on tonight, I will of course bring him on. But uh, and we don't have hot potato because you won't you won't do hot potato anymore. Why don't we do hot potato anymore? Everybody liked hot potato. It's not that I won't do. We we can bring. We can't play the song. We got in trouble for the song, right? Uh, we got in trouble. We did get in trouble with the song. It's true. Because <laughs> we, uh, we weren't paying royalties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who reached out when you when you were playing the hot potato song? Oh, Who wanted royalties for hot potato? Nobody reaches out. It's the it's, fuzzies or whatever. Uh, YouTube, YouTube like screens you and and YouTube they, says if you play that one more time, you're in big trouble. If 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 the the know, wiggles, I said the fuzzies. The wiggles. It's the wiggles. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Let's do it, Mr. Spencer. Wiggles. No, I'm not playing the song because we're going to get actually like YouTube can punish us. And I don't want YouTube to punish us. You don't want YouTube to punish us. So I'm not going to play the song, but we can do trivia, but I don't have anything prepared. So what, do you, what exactly do you want me to do? We got to just um, do it on the fly. Do, the chat should do a trivia. The chat should do, give us questions and we'll answer them. So like, you know, just random trivia questions. So like chat, if you want to throw us random trivia questions right now, we'll do it. Don't we do that every day anyway? Yeah, um, they kind of do. But they throw stock. Wait, so we can bring Hot Potato back without the song. Uh, and it's it obviously. That what fun is it? It wouldn't mean, be on Fridays. The song was what I danced to. The Hot Potato. I can't even, I can't even can sing, we sing it. The way, I don't think so. The Wiggles will come after us. Yeah, you can sing it. <laughs> of course, you can sing it if you want to. But I don't. I, I, Spencer, people want to know about. Sing, Joel. People want to know about Peloton. And uh, goes up boy. every day. What do you want to know? I know, I know. <laughs> it's never gonna, it's never gonna stop going up. Why? Every time I try to think it's the top, it just goes higher. It's just like Zoom. I talked, I, I, I talked bad about Zoom and said it's gonna be significantly lower. It was five hundred bucks. It goes up for three days in a row. <laughs> I talked to my buddy Gary. You can't embarrass these things. And I was that eight that uh that eighty to one hundred range. Yeah, when it was trading, I just and it got hit off. I was like, it had me shaking. I was like, and I called him up. And he's like, well, well, why sell it? Well, you know, what what are you gonna do? Where are you gonna put the money? I said, okay. And then there it is. That was actually a Lisa pick, I think. In the in the you're 40s. still long Peloton. Yeah, and valuation I matters zero to Joe. I tell you, I got a good workout yesterday. Uh, a really better one could, than normal. Why? Uh, I did you have the, a new instructor it, on the iPad. Uh, no, I, I pretty much stick with like three instructors. Ben. How many choices of instructors? Oh, there's so Peloton. many, Dennis. There's, ah, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30. You know what? Lisa could put you, uh, and here's the other thing. Like you could share it with people and we could get yoga and stretching exercises on there for you. Uh, but uh, no, it was arms. I get the, the dumbbells and it's arms and uh, in biking intervals. So like in a half hour, I was like, I was dripping. I was like, I was seriously sweating pretty hard. Lisa could go on it for like 45 minutes. I can't, I can't. Is Tony Horton on there? Tony. If you get Tony Horton, I'll buy a Peloton. Who is Tony Horton? From P90X. He's awesome. Everybody knows Tony. Tony Horton. When they yeah. get Tony Horton on Peloton, and I'm going to get interested. I like, I try, I always try to do the P90X. I get to like day like 10 and then I throw out my back and then I'd be done. But. Anyways, I, I don't know what to say it. about about. Remember P90X? Yeah. Do you ever try P90X, Spencer? I remember the fad, of course. How could yeah, I? Yeah, Beachbody, Tony yeah. Horton. Beach it was body, like, yeah, Tony Horton's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to folks. I don't want to tell you about this Peloton, folks. I mean, maybe there's a seller at 138 today. That's I mean, it's yeah. gonna keep going up. It keeps going up, up, up. Eventually, it crashes. And eventually, evaluation is gonna call, Eventually, it will. But trying to call the top on this has been really difficult. I've tried it a couple of times. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not shorting it. I'd be murdered. So I had the stock. I was long it at 25, and I thought it was overdone at 40. And I sold it. I was like, that was a good trade. I made a lot of money on that Peloton. <laughs> That's 140. Did I should yeah, have been pulling like, it oh, you... When did you buy it? You probably bought it. I think you bought it after me. 
I no, you had it before. I you had I it before it. COVID. You had it before COVID. Yeah, because we got the bike in December. Well, that was crazy. And you I guys, yeah, this is COVID you, stock. You guys all making fun of me. I can remember. Oh yeah, Spinner, everyone made fun of me, and uh, oh, just you know, I pat on a bike. It is GoPro Jared. Part Two. I said all that in January, and then it all changed. I was like, it's COVID thing. I was like, I'm buying Peloton because nobody, nobody's going to the gym. I all bought right. Peloton. Jason Razzik bought Peloton. We all got in Peloton. Chris, obviously over dumb money, got in Peloton. We all got in Peloton because I was like, but when it got to 40, I was like, I thought it was overdone. <laughs> all right. uh, are you correct? Is he called me Noble Joel? So I got to, I got to look at that A-S-T-I for him. A-S-T-I. Did you ever traded that one, Dennis? It's not even a stock, is it? A-S-T-I? I hope it is. Next time you approach oh, stock. Oh, you're fired. No way I'm bringing <laughs> that stock up. Are so you correct? It's an, it's, you're in it's, a doghouse. You're this in a doghouse. This is dog under house. a dollar. This is oh, under a penny. Oh. We definitely don't trade stocks uh, under a penny. I don't trade stocks under a dollar. I'm not trading yeah, a stock under a penny. Uh, are you correct in the doghouse? No. The, he finally <laughs> got me. He, look at that. He got you. Check Jesus. the symbol before you bring it up on the show. You just I am going everybody's to. Everybody's airtime for thirty seconds. Oh, I am. I'm I want to bring on my desk looking at that I, stock. I, I want to bring Mitch on. Mitch has a, a chart he wants us to look at. Thank you, oh, Mitch. We, we, right, Mitch right, right. we got Mitch for the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> bring in Mitch. Workhorse Mitch. What's going on, guys? Workhorse right. Mitch. So, um, one of the stocks that I want to look at, and I want to get uh, Joel's opinion on this chart is video, Mitch. Fubu. Video, stop. Food, nah, we gotta see you. you. you uh, have I, I don't look. have it set up. I don't have it set up. Oh no! Come on, yeah. man. I, I was thinking Raz was coming on. I was oh, thinking no. Raz was taking my fire. Oh, we want to see match. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I got some fire for you. Look at that Fubu chart. What stock? This is F U B O. This is okay. Fubu TV, a TV Fubo. streaming you service. You find these story stocks, I tell you, man. He finds this. These so, so Fubo's been around, but they only they just uplisted to the New York Stock Exchange like a few like last week. So, it, but they've been around, uh, they were on the EOTC market. Okay, I'll be honest. I've never heard of Fubo TV. What the hell is Fubo TV? I, I have. Mitch, explain it. So it's a streaming TV service. And what they have an advantage in is a lot of sports. They have a lot of soccer um, that has, you have access. And they also have the red zone, NFL red zone. So people got that um, just for the re- they're on Fubu just for red zone. And what I think personally is I, I see this company being bought out in the next year or two or something like that, because the way I think is that I think like uh, let's say phone carriers or bigger kind of carriers that provide content are going to be looking for these smaller companies to go ahead and get into TV streaming. I could see a company maybe like T-Mobile being like, we'll offer everybody that we have already a TV streaming service. And that would lift the advantage over even more to a company like T-Mobile. Um, so what do you think about the chart, Joel? What? Uh, before you even go to the chart, sure. I want to just give some commentary here because I have been saying that the only reason I keep my cable service is because I want to watch sports. And this all of a sudden is telling me I can stream sports, means I can go cut the cord and get a Fubo TV for $15.99 a month. If I can watch all my sports on this, I would do it. So I love the idea. Are you long this, Mitch? No, I have not taken a position yet, but I like those resistance at 11. Um, there was an inside buy of, I think, uh, 300,000 shares. Can you check on that, Spencer? It was by the director You often on the see these when these things just for first list, though. So the insider buys, I'll just say, Mitch, this is a good lesson, too. Um, mm-hmm. When they come in and they're only been out for six days, you're seeing these insider buys from the initial offering. Yeah. So you're probably not seeing somebody in the open market. I see the 200,000 buy, and that would be probably from when it went public here. Well, it's, it, it wasn't an offering. It was Oregon. It was already public. It was off exchange. It was on the OTC market. It okay, so they brought exchange. it in. So they brought it onto the New York Stock Exchange. That's the event from last week, but they've been public now for, for a while. Okay, but it's only six days of trading here. So that event would have been $10, and if you read the note, um i'm just bringing up the filing here right now yeah, yeah. so it's the public offering of when it came to 10 bucks so that was from the final prospectus when it came on october the 9th so that was indeed not an open market purchase that's from pr- prior to the listing on the public new york stock exchange so that's not that influential when you see company you know, directors coming in in the open market and buying those are the ones that move it 
So I don't think you're going to see, you know, movement just because it had the insider buy. But with that being said, I like the story here. I've just known about it for the last three minutes. I think it's an awesome story. Uh, the candle yesterday is pretty good. It's up here again this morning. So yeah, this it starts is. to get, it's only a 700 and, you know, you say it's only, it's under a billion dollars, $708 million market cap. So you're talking Jeez. a very small company. It's got the potential to get a story and get hot. Mitch is our story stock guy, and he finds the potential stories before their stories. Gave us Workhorse at three bucks. He's bringing us Fubo here at 11. Um, well, 11. Well, 11.50, I guess, yeah, this morning. 11. Yeah, 11.50. Uh, I mean, this is, it's a whole number Hanover here. You, you, uh, 12 bucks was a resistance, and then 13. So it seems like to move in buck increments. Had a big day yesterday, pretty good volume. The real big volume day was back on October 8th when it got crushed from 1220 to 1030. Uh, but yeah, I would just, I don't know. It's kind of tough. I don't know what the hell happened in January 2018 when it went over 120. Maybe that was some kind of mistake or whatever. But, but when they're OTC came, like that, they do some funny things. Uh, if it came back down to 11, it doesn't look like it's going to do it today right now, but old resistance at 11, new support perhaps, uh, looking at it on the charts. Yep, definitely one that I'll be looking at sure. long-term. Uh, I'm going to write it on my chart. I'm gonna I mean, the only thing list. about sports, though, the only thing is, you know, with sports, you know, mm, yep. sports are sports right now. And a lot of them are being canceled. They're delayed or whatever. Well, that's why DraftKings is down. I mean, yeah, let's talk DraftKings for a second. And Pen Gaming, too. I sold my Pen Gaming. I just sold it yesterday. Yeah, I sold it yesterday. It's not going Um, to 100. Main reason is DraftKings continues to go in the gutter, and I'm just scared that Pen might eventually follow suit. But Pen's holding up okay. Actually, I was thinking that Pen would fall yesterday, and I sold it. And it's obviously it's rallied here again this morning. So. I kind of wish I wouldn't have sold it now because it's higher than I just sold it for. But I don't know. I just sold it because I felt like the Portnoy buzz isn't as, you know, you're not hearing it as much. So I didn't want to get stuck in something. I mean, Penn's had an incredible move. And we did well with this. You know, I bought this at 50, sold at 69 or whatever it was, 68 and a half or whatever it was yesterday. Um, so it was a good, it was a good move. I felt it was time to maybe book the, book the profits, but maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was starting yeah. to look resistance here. At 70. I was thinking about, well, that too. And those, I mean, they're correlated. I think that the support under the, you know, you got major support at this thing just under 65. I looked at those lows before. So 64. So that's six bucks away from it. So I think you got to hold in, you know, if you, if you want to sell it on, on weakness instead of strength. Uh, there's real good support there. As long as it holds that, let's see what it can the, do. The Trade main up. reason is maybe I'm reading too much in, but I think the COVID spread is going to continue here. And it is know, continuing. They, but it, no it, one, I think no it's going to pick up steam. I don't, obviously, again, you know, we know it doesn't appear to be as deadly as we first thought, which is good news for the whole world. Uh, but if it continues to spread and they do eventually have to start, you know, canceling some sporting events, it's not going to be good for either of those stocks. I, I I will re- I still like the pen story. I just think I'm going to get a chance to get it back. Uh, and Dennis, I talked about this yesterday with Joel. Uh, DraftKings actually had good fundamental news. Good news yesterday. New Jersey came out and said that yeah. last month was a record month for the state in terms of, of sports betting revenue. Like that that that's good for the entire industry. I noticed LCA is up five percent well, now, just two and a half percent this morning. Uh, was up more. I would have thought that the entire sector, LCA, DraftKings, Penn, would have gone up on that. And for the most part, they did. But DraftKings is so out of favor that it they, they We said it yesterday on the show. I said I would sell it. I, think it's just, I said I think it's got a date with 35. The stock was trading 47 or something to change in the pre-market. It was up again. I was like, I think it's another selling opportunity. So I got that one right because it opened up and they just puked it. And they closed it near the lows. The stock can't be up here again today. It is absolutely hated right now. It's turned. It's broke trend and it's turned and the valuation is ridiculous. So the Momo guys are out and the value guys say, no, thank you. That's why I think it's got a date with 35. Um, I'd probably be a buyer at 35 though. So I'm hoping it pulls down another 10 bucks so I can buy it. Okay. Uh, Trading at the highs of the pre-market session up 14 and a half handles here, 34.90, 91 and a quarter. Uh, Still your pre-market high, just uh, hanging out here near the highs of the session. Can I tell you what the new the the Menzinger Pro News Desk guys are all talking about this morning? They're all talking about Coke. Coke. They're talking Not about Coke. Coke. 
Coke. Because Coke has said they're going to discontinue Tab. I didn't even know Tab was still around. But it is. But not for long. You guys remember Coke Tab? Is, uh, I remember Tab. Yeah, yeah I remember Tab. Around. They're discontinuing that. I yeah. don't think the stock cares at all. No, no, no. The stock doesn't but... care at all, but people care. Coca-Cola? I don't know. I mean... It, it, it's it's your it, you know it's your dividend play in three and a half percent it sits here it doesn't do a hell of a lot i mean you look at this chart for the last i feel like it's always in the 40s it's 50 dollars now but you look back last two three years i mean it got ridiculous when it got up to 59 dollars, and then it got ridiculous when it got down to 36 and now you're stuck in the middle so i don't know it's three percent dividend is um, going to move a lot warren still in it well probably uh, yeah Warren's yeah. been in since birth wasn't it one of his first stocks he ever bought? Is he still drinking six a day? I think he upped it to seven. <laughs> and I think it's Diet Coke. So oh, he moved yeah, on yeah. to Diet Coke a number of years ago. Yeah. So that shows you the aspartame doesn't make you forget things because he's pretty for he's he's pretty good. Do you have a favorite soda, Dennis? No. I don't drink much pop. I eat enough food that I can't drink pop. I'd yeah. be really I'd be really heavy if I drank soda. So I drink like a pop just for fun every once in a while. That's it. When 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 drink more than like two or three always, cokes. Whenever I do, I always, I always buy something different. I Cherry never... Coke is awesome. Almond, I agree. Cherry Coke, Cherry Coke would be my pop. Uh, Doctor Brown's Diet Black Cherry is pretty good, but that's uh... no. I always get a different one. I do. What about you, Spencer? Um, I don't drink a lot of a lot of soda, but if I do, I drink Doctor Pepper. Okay. Right. Doctor Pepper. All right, Good so course. here Back we are. To oh, three minutes to go. Ticker time. Give us yeah. some tickers. Yeah, no, we, we've Let's do it. All over the place today. This all is yeah. ticker, 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 ticker. Uh, um, Neo. Let's, let's do Neo. I see Neo. Yeah, Neo and Space. Let's do them back to back. All right, so Neo, I'm still long. Space, I sold about two days ago. Out of space. Um, reason I sold space was had a pretty good move. Oh my gosh, Dennis! I, I can't hey, hold on to my long term. I'm buying. I can't. I can't handle you. I, I'm. I'm I buying space today. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I sell too early always. No, so. this was your long term investment. This is my story stock. I can't. Handle I was it a story day. stock, and then the story broke. I watched the stock go <laughs> from 16 to 27. I was like, yeah, this is going to 50, and then it collapsed. And I actually was down money because I bought this thing around like 18 or 17 or 18 or something. So then it was down. I was down at 15. I was like, I just gave back the entire 70% gain. Well, you know, I had the nice upgrade from Bank of America and then the pop-up and it got, gave me back half of my gains. I was like, thank you very much. I believe I sold at $22 about three days ago. And it's still hanging out here around $22. Hold it on, okay. Important, it, important. It's po- important level. If it can get back up above the highs of the move, maybe yep. you got room to the highs then. It, it, it can be a story like this can still get hot, but I was looking and they got a pretty good valuation on this thing. And I'm like, I don't know. And, 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 you know, another reason is our friend Mitch here has said that space is not the stock. He likes Maxar. And I'm kind of thinking about that Maxar too. I what about me? I, I said, just buy the, I said, buy the ETF, buy all. Maybe I should just buy the ETF. <laughs> Maybe I should just buy it. What's the ETF? UFO. I just said buy that. Maybe I should just buy UFO. Did we have that guy on no, a long yeah. time ago? Yeah, he's been on a few times. What's Maybe his I should just buy UFO. What's Andrew his Cannon. name? Andrew Channon. Good guy. Oh, Andrew Channon. Who's the other guy that has the robotics one now? That's, uh, that is Will Studebaker. A ticker for that is Robo. How's uh, that doing? I don't know. That's the auto Oh, that's the doing good. He, he, you know, last time I talked to him, he was pounding the table on that thing. We'll have to, he's out in California, though. He's harder to get on. How's um, iRobot doing? I don't know. Wait, I wait, sold that wait, one too wait, soon, too. Wait, I don't wait. follow me on the Follow me on the buys. Don't follow me on the sell. I sell everything too soon. I'm well, the person that you I'm buy, the first buy, one in. FIFO. Al, Alex on Twitter always says, I'm FIFO. I'm first in. I get in the story early, and I'm first out. Just like Peloton, I was one of the first people in that story. I but I didn't hold long enough. Joel was absolute first, but he bought it before he should have. He should have bought it, in my opinion. <laughs> he bought it. It was a COVID oh. stock. That's when you needed to buy it. So, anyways, I I just think um, I'm always out of too early. I need to learn. In, in 21 years of professional trading, I'm always been very good at entering positions, and I've always been out too early. I need. I guess I can't change. You know, it's worked for me. I've made my whole life trading. All of my net worth is from trading. Um, and you know, I've, I've done okay, but at the same time, I could have made a lot more money if I learned to hold better. Exactly. So when I sell, 
You probably shouldn't be selling. Wait, real fast. <laughs> can, we, can we just go back to Neo for a second? Because we kind of started there. I'm still in this one, and I want to sell it. Because <laughs> it's what I'm so It's much. up another buck today? Joel, I'm up. I bought this thing like a month ago, and I'm up 18. Uh, Boy, like JP 50, Morgan really over boost. 50%. I don't even know what to say. It's a big move, but I'm, oh. you know, the story could get hot here. What? Well, it just keeps going. What are you thinking, Neil? I have, I have no idea. highs. Yeah, nine twenty nine fifteen. I mean, it's gonna test thirty. I mean, it's come this far. Why not test thirty now? Let's see what it does at thirty. It's slinging some 30? shares too. Six million. Oh, they're I mean, all yeah. over it. They got this thing like this is the Tesla, you know, like of, of China. They're, they got the stories hot right now. What was the J.P. Morgan target? Were, were they the one? They the ones that upgraded? Or 40, 40. The target 40. was forty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Needed a catalyst, and man, it got it. Look at the, look at your Hertz donut here. Over two dollars. That's going, Dennis. You got, you got to get in there, Dennis. You got <laughs> to get in there. It's not even in. I'll tell you something. The only reason I'm going to see Hertz is when you guys chat, chat about it. It's not. I've taken it out of my stock universe. I don't even have it in there anymore. It, it doesn't make, I have a thousand symbols that I'm really like looking at, you know, trading and I take and I add, but these are the ones that are basically in my stock universe. I, I have all 6,000 and other scanners, but I have a thousand that I really focus on. And Hertz was eliminated, I believe from it. I think I took it out there a few weeks ago. So shows you, you know, obviously how it's much still I like going. Hertz. Uh, it's, you know, it's getting it's, it's getting on media potential. They're like, oh, they got some financing. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you know, I don't know if there's anything left for equity holders. But they haven't really, they haven't got to those. They haven't got to the fine print yet. So we'll let them do whatever they want to do. I don't know how to trade a bankrupt stock. I thought PCG was going to go down and what? never did. All right, HYL went and isn't that the one you were in, Spencer? Yes. Kramer mm. talked it last night. Yeah, yeah, he did. I, what do you think? It's kind of back into the to Hold the it. point. I mean, yeah, you have an identifiable out here yep, yep. at that three day low at twenty six twenty six, and uh, I don't know. I mean, you're gonna you're not gonna replicate the run that you had in August and September because all the people that bought it between thirty five and fifty five are scratching hey, their head. You know what? So this is interesting. So Hylion's gotten cracked, uh, and that deal only closed a couple of weeks ago. Right, it closed in early October, and I'm wondering now. Now that all these SPAC deals are actually close, all these deals that were announced over the summer are actually closing now. Uh, like Nikola closed in June, Hylion uh, closed a few weeks ago. I like when these deals actually close and the tickers change and and the mergers go through. Those could be, you know, selling opportunities because at that point the story's already been out there, but more people are are hearing about it perhaps for the first time. I don't know. That could be a you sold never... your you sold your s. This was uh, yeah. SHLL. Yeah, I sold it like a, a month ago. Yeah, you got out of it when I spooked everybody on these spacs because they were looking ugly there for about you a You still week. got your LCA? Um, yeah, yeah, I still got LCA. No. This, this has been, you know, I've been everywhere oh. with this thing. I'm back to even. I had this thing. I bought it right around here, at thirteen and a half. I went to eighteen. I felt like a hero. Now it's back at thirteen fifty, and I feel like a zero. So. I don't know. I, I thought you, I predicted you would, you sold that one day when it was, I wish there. I would have sold it. Yeah. All right, Spencer, a little overtime here. Should we call Raz in the car? Or should we let him just take no, his daughter? I, I don't want to call Raz in the car. Yeah. He's got a driverless car. He doesn't even have to do anything. <laughs> All right. We won't. Call well, I'll talk to him later in the day, figure out what, what, what the situation is there. Tell him he gets a demerit and now he has to come on the 340 yeah, the show. Yeah, there you go. He's got to come yeah. on the 340 show. The chat is angry. I'll pass the message along. Uh, what no, I we always get a RAS pick. We did get that one from Spencer or from uh, Mitch here today, though. I'm going to check in and do some homework on Fubo. And for, I, I know that a few people have asked about Asana. That's another one of Jason's picks. So I'll make sure to ask him about Asana next time we do have him on. I did not forget. I got that. a downgrade, but it's holding in there now. It's a good candle for Asana yesterday. Double bottom. The hope candle. I'll say that's the hope candle. I just named a new candle for you guys. That's the hope candle. Bounced yeah. off, made a little double bottom, nice little green, up a little bit today. There's hope for Asana. Do you use it, Spencer? They got you using Asana? 
I've been using it, you know, for, for years. Do, do I use it correctly? Probably not. Yeah, but, I don't use it correctly. But I use it. <laughs> I, I finally had to disable there. Like, oh, you should have done this yesterday. Oh, you should have done this yesterday. Or you need to do this in two weeks. I'm like, okay, done. Yeah. Google right. Google calendars is about as organized as I can. All get. right, let, let's end the week on a high note. Hit that like button. Get that like number above three hundred. That would be a great way. I'm going to, to try. I was one hundred and seventy-four. I didn't. I don't even see that come through yet. Oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> there was a, there was a delay yeah. on the like. All right, we appreciate that. We obviously appreciate all the participation always in all of our chats. There was the YouTube chat, there's the Benzinga.com chat, and there's the Benzinga Pro chat. Thanks to all of you. Without you, we would uh, just be talking to ourselves pretty much, and, <laughs> and, and it wouldn't be as fun. True. So uh, thanks for the. I knew this was going to be a rough show. I, I talked to myself I, all day. It's I, I was, fun. I, I knew I was just like, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm going to these different sites. I'm looking and I'm like, man, we're going to be scrounging today. Some oh, days there's a lot to talk about and some days there's not, but the earnings uh, flow gets heavy next week. Okay. So, so we'll rest up next week. Uh, what's next week. Netflix is next week. <sighs> wow. is next week. Snap wow. is next week. So we got some big earnings names next week. So we'll have a lot of the, a lot of that to discuss for the next few weeks. Because uh, the calendar gets heavy. Uh, that'll be a wrap for us, though. Again, thanks to, for the participation. You can catch uh, a replay of this on YouTube or on every major podcast platform. In the description of our video is links to Benzinga Pro, future events, uh, and our also swag store. So check that out there. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Everyone have a great rest of your Friday. We'll be back at 3.40 p.m. Eastern time. Until then, have a good rest of your day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.